You know, like you can't pour into other people's cups if you're not full yourself. Right. Then we go and hang out in the lobby of this one hotel and I'm going to keep it quiet for the privacy of celebrities. (laughs) (laughs) I treat people like gold, therefore I am gold. Liquor stores aren't open here. No, they close at 8 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to the No Fake Friends podcast. This is London. Araceli. I'm Lauren. And I'm Armani. And today we're going to be talking about advice. The best advice you've received. So we're going to talk about ours and we asked our listeners for submissions as well as something you tell your younger self. Correct. So we have a few submissions for that and then we'll also share our own. I'm excited for this. Same. When I was preparing for this episode, like I just had a lot of new insight for life and like it just felt very healing. I love like, that. Healing the inner child. I'm excited to hear everyone else's yeah. advice because then that's more advice. <laughs> <laughs> for me. I love this podcast because it just like feels like a podcast. <laughs> Is that a TikTok? Have you seen Harry Styles interview? No. <laughs> it's so cringy. D- cringy? Very. <laughs> there is an He's interview. Just being hairy. And he said, "My favorite thing about this movie is like it feels like like a movie. <laughs> you know, it just feels like an actual movie. Like you go to the theater and you watch an actual film. <laughs> it's just crazy that in all of those interviews, they hardly ever asked Chris Pine any questions. Like they only asked Harry." Chris Pine has like a major in English and has been working in the film industry for like 20 years. (laughs) I know it's I was telling Armani I think we're about to witness the like demise of Harry Styles in the public eye. Obviously Harry stands are never going to change like it's just not going to happen. So like my opinion won't ever change but like because of Harry just like being the biggest pop star in the world right now yeah and like how he's so fashion forward and stuff like that mainstream people have started to like him and like mainstream media is like picking him up and like just talking about him and i think that it's gonna switch Mm. real soon and people are gonna start hating him oh like taylor swift like taylor swift because it always fucking happens but guys so i posted a picture with my nephew it was just a photo dump of my nephew and i my caption was my favorite thing about being an aunt is it feels like being an aunt. And London comments. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, I just read this caption on a Gigi and started tearing up. <laughs> no. <laughs> For context, Gigi is a certain, it's a, it's a Delta nine edible. Mm-hmm. It stands for gratitude. Oh, wow. Gummy. So we call it a gratitude gummy because it's like nothing I've ever experienced. Yeah, it, you can buy them. You can buy them in Utah. They're legal. They're legal. It's um, equal parts CBD and THC. So it's like you are just in the best mood. You appreciate everything. We've talked about this many times. It's what we like to eat before <laughs> we listen to music. <laughs> but, but it's it, it has rewired my brain. I'm not even kidding. One hundred percent. Yesterday morning, I was driving through the canyon in Spanish Fork because I went hiking and whatever. And everything was gorgeous. And I was like, I'm completely sober right now. But like, I, I'm going to cry because all of this is beautiful. Yeah. And I feel like prior, like, BBGC. BCGG. BCGG. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. No, just BGG. Oh, BGG. You're right. No C. 
right before We're gratitude got here. <laughs> <laughs> like i i couldn't care less for nature like i'd just see it and be like yeah cool <laughs> but now i'm like oh my god this is this, is it. this hits <laughs> um the joke wasn't gonna hit um, I, I couldn't get it in like y'all were just talking like spitfire and I couldn't get it in but I wanted to say you're such a woman in STEM for <laughs> describing the Delta the 9, Delta 9. <laughs> um, but yeah there's that how did we get there I don't know this podcast feels like a podcast oh <laughs> yes well, in some before we get into the advice let's hear your guys's life updates I want to hear about your guys's night last night yeah we can talk about it it was <laughs> i will say this over and over again last night was a, was a netflix original like <laughs> okay go it was it was so iconic so i'll start off the girls picked me up at my apartment we drove to the depot and we went to this event called best night ever and it's just a night with like all the throwback songs from our childhood like one direction justin bieber taylor swift miley cyrus kesha high school musical just all the iconic childhood things you know we walk in and the first song that plays in the club, like when we walk in, we're is walking down the stairs, mm-hmm. the lights, like just let me paint the picture. It's like dark. There's colorful lights. The music's like so loud. Cell links arms with both of us. Getaway car by Taylor Swift starts playing and we're oh. walking down the stairs, like all posseed up. Like it was so iconic. And I turned to them. I was like, guys, this feels like a Netflix original, <laughs> like a like a girl's flick, like movie. And then they were just playing hit after hit it was so good but the vibes they were not there there were like 40 year old men there oh yeah london it was so alarming i was like they figured it out the men figured out where to go yeah no i have never i thought it was gonna be like taylor swift night vibe like how it's like people our age and girls girls. and gays girls and gays there were so many straights (laughs) straight couples and like weird couples like they were weird yeah and <laughs> the dj and the back of house were like not on the same page the lights were on at like certain points they would turn on the lights it was like revealing the fourth wall and like you could see all the wires and everything it was it was so scary i kept telling them it felt like efy or like <laughs> <laughs> have you been no but you've told me that's what they're like i haven't been either i know but you described it at one point in an episode <laughs> Or what were those parties called, like, on the weekend with your steak? Steak dances? Yeah. It felt like a steak dance. It felt like a steak dance. (laughs) Were the workers at the depot nice? No. No. (laughs) So rude. Yeah. They were taking their job so seriously. seriously. It is. They have a superiority complex or whatever. uh, They just have the power. Power. It was a power power trip. trip. 110%. I can. I have a story about this, too. That can be part of my update. But I'm about to leave a Yelp review for the (laughs) depot. They are so fucking rude. No, Lauren's bag was like maybe yes. a half an inch too big. And they're like, that's too big. Yes. You need to put that away and then you can come back. Even Okay, yep. even me and Lauren and like Lauren's not confrontational at all. Like she's not going to give a, a worker a hard time. I'm not going to say the same for me. But she was like, <laughs> she holds up the um, reference, the size reference up to her purse. And it was the exact same size. Yeah. And she goes, sorry. And we parked kind of far away. So we would have to walk a long way. And Lauren goes, I thought that was the same size. <laughs> I did not give a shit. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, oh, and then I said, we walked away and I was like, do I look like I know how to fucking use a Glock? Like, you think I'm going to pull a gun, a gun out of my purse? <laughs> do I look like someone who knows how to use a gun? <laughs> like, why can't they? No. And then it. it was like, after we went back and dropped Lou's purse off at the car, we go back in and it was like 
they were like, get all of your stuff out of your pockets. And they made us like in a single file line to scan <laughs> they our tickets. They want to be TSA so bad. <laughs> and then give us a stamp. It was so The airport so won't hire them. <laughs> They're microdosing working at the airport. <laughs> when you make the varsity team for the TSA. <laughs> or the, the, JV, the JV, I mean. The B team. <laughs> And there was, like, not enough people in that place to take their job that serious. I like, know. there was, like, maybe a hundred people in there. I'll like, be honest. Like, there were more kids at my high school dances. Yeah. 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 And we were the only three outside. Like, there was no line. There was no line. Zero line. Yeah. But I'm like, okay. I had this exact same experience, except they yelled at us. Really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, the vibes are bad. He played 10-minute version, though, of um, mm. All Too Well. After we bullied him into it, the crowd did. Yeah, let me explain <laughs> why. So so he started, he goes, all right, you guys, I know you all know this one. And people, some people start chanting Taylor Swift 10-minute version, All Too Well, whatever. And then he starts playing the music video for Wrecking Ball. Okay, side note. They would play music. For example, they played um, Gotta Go My Own Way from High School Musical 2. But then on the screen, they were playing a One Direction music video. What? Or like a totally different, or a Justin Bieber music video. Like it was not matching the vibe. It was so weird. Anyway, so he goes to turn on Wrecking Ball. And so it's on the screen, on the projector for everyone to see. But then that's what Armani meant by the people were not on the same page. Because some people backstage start playing Best Night Ever, the song, or Best Song Ever, sorry, by One Direction while the wrecking ball music video was playing and it was so embarrassing because he hyped it up he's like okay i'm gonna i think you guys better know every lyric to this song this music video is pretty iconic and we were like <gasps> taylor swift 10 minute version or all too well and then it was miley cyrus which it was it was she's amazing but it just he hyped it up way too much for them to fuck up and play one direction over a wrecking ball yeah it was <laughs> yeah. so bad and everyone I we literally had to flee the scene. We went and stood by a wall because I was so the secondhand embarrassment was so <laughs> strong. So we stayed for all too all ten minute version and then we left. And then we just decided to just walk around the city, just cause we're main characters like that. Yeah, <laughs> but we also like we're not looking to party. And then Cell was like, guys we should like go to a hotel bar and just like hang out there and people watch there. Wow, we have never done that in our life, but like. It was just crazy that she decided to do that because then we go and hang out in the lobby of this one hotel and I'm going to keep it quiet for the privacy of celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> but we all stayed there. And I, so Moni and Cell, their back is turned towards the entrance and I see this guy walk in with rainbow dreads, tattoos on his face, huge ass grill, huge ass chain. And I was like, that looks like 6'9". Straight up smoking a joint. Oh, yeah, inside he blew a, inside? Mm-hmm. Yes. He blew a cloud of, weed in our faces as he, he was, walked by he was coming inside i said that looks like a rapper because all i saw was the chains and then he was being followed by a guy wearing all black a big guy wearing all black yeah so it was, was a like, security guard yeah i was like oh that's one of the lils and i was like well <laughs> little something well and then we're like lil pump that was lil pump and so we look up his instagram and he's in utah and his stories were saying that he's here and we figured out it was him and then we're like okay well we're just gonna wait here until he walks back down and then just stop him so did you well, we dm'd yeah. him on instagram he didn't dm us back i would just like to mention because i think that this is a crucial part of the story not for the plot but just for listeners to get a little bit more insight of who we all are 
we were sitting at this like round table. We just ordered waters. Armani ordered a drink and we were waiting. We probably waited like an hour and a half for six or for little no, pump. no, like 30 minutes. Yeah, it was oh, not that long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No one has like good time, <laughs> time perception. perception over here. 30 minutes. <laughs> it was an hour and a half to her. <laughs> Don't gaslight me. <laughs> um, and so we're sitting at this round table just chatting and Lauren goes, let's pretend that we're on a talk show. And so we, she's like, we're looking up talk show questions and she starts interviewing me and Monty like we're on a talk show and we're acting like we're literally on a late night talk show. And then I was like, are we mentally ill? <laughs> and then and I said, no, baby, this is romanticizing life. You're right? manifesting. Getting yeah. on to a talk show. <gasps> yes. You're so right. We were microdosing. Yeah. Yeah. Being on a talk show. Then, however, things took a turn. Would you like to explain? <laughs> <laughs> so we were taking turns interviewing each other, but I was like, guys, I want to ask like what kind of questions you're asking. <laughs> like <laughs> what? Well, at first it started off with, so guys welcome to our show congrats <laughs> congrats on the new podcast you guys are like booming right now like huge sensation like congratulations tell me how this started tell me the birth of no fake friends like one thing about me i like to play pretend <laughs> anyway okay, so i was like it. guys i, I kind of want to be included in this so i was like <laughs> <laughs> so i turned to the right of me and i was like so should we just like read questions to each other but then talk to this person like we're talking <laughs> to an interviewer we had an imaginary we had an imaginary it host wall. it was the wall <laughs> <laughs> and then armani finally pulled the plug on that one and she goes okay that's a little mentally ill <laughs> she goes three girls <laughs> overly dressed in a hotel bar talking to a wall <laughs> drinking water <laughs> yeah i was completely sober by the way like I would understand if I was drunk or something, but this is just me and delusion. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. We see Lil Pump come out of the elevator and Monty like yells from across the room. Hey, can we get a picture with you? And the, the bodyguard keeps going and then Lil Pump turns around and is like, yeah, comes over. <laughs> I don't want to be part of this story to tell it. You guys can, can I tell, tell it? it? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. To, for context, I... The only songs I know by Lil Pump are the, is the one with Kanye West. The you're such a what is it? You're such a fucking ho. ho. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that one and Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. That one. Mm-hmm. So, but we could not care less about him. We're just doing things for the plot, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we can't wait to talk about this on the podcast tomorrow. Anyway, so like, we didn't care to get a picture. Oh, the reason I was giving that context is because Cell doesn't know really anything about him. So she was like, we saw that you're performing at Sky. And he's like, yeah, pull up. And then he's like, we don't have, she's like, we don't have tickets. And then she was like, well, are you going to DJ or are you just singing? <laughs> <laughs> it's silent. And then me and Monty look at him and we laugh awkward. We were like singing. <laughs> And he has like three other bodyguards with him. Yeah, and he's, he has his <laughs> cup of lean with him. He smells like strong weed. And <laughs> it was just really embarrassing because we didn't know if he was like DJing like Lil John does in Vegas or mm-hmm. if he was actually performing. But the way she said singing, <laughs> he's a rapper. <laughs> he giggled a little bit. Hopefully he found it yeah. funny. <clears throat> so humbled him a little. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot. I hope so. I didn't know who the fuck he was. <laughs> and imagine getting so like triggered about 
getting rapping and singing confused. <laughs> <laughs> They're synonyms. Um, so she asks one of the bodyguards to take one of the bodyguards to take our picture. And he goes, just take a selfie. Like was so annoyed by us. Oh. So we took a selfie, then walk away. And then Moni like ran back up to them, was like, hey, since there, like, there might be a long line, is there any way you could get us in? And the manager got her number and then, yeah. And then you got in? Yeah. yeah. Did, well, you, did you have to pay? No. no. Wow, good work. Mm-hmm. And then, do you want to tell about what happened when we got in there? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we were we had just walked in there and these guys that had one of the like table or booths things you know how you can buy those at a club yeah they had one of those and they just like pointed at us and they're like do you guys want to come up here and we're like yeah we do and then we just walked up there and watched like what a 15 minute show yeah he was not there for that long no. and it was so bad I it was to say. it was bad i was like i he probably gets paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to go out and not go on that stage and like barely rap his lyrics hundreds of thousands he, probably 100k you think you'd be surprised like wow. his grill is like full diamonds and his for 15 minutes well we sh- we saw we, yeah. like 15 oh. minutes of it he was probably there for maybe 30 though yeah it was not a long time wow oh and just in between all of that between the between meeting Lil pump and our and the concert there were like three side characters that came up to us <laughs> no the whole night was full of weirdos it was <laughs> <laughs> It was one like a hundred percent. I was like, this is a full moon because so many people came up to us and just said the most out of pocket stuff. And it was like, are you talking to us? Is there someone behind us that you're talking to? It was just so weird. Yeah. Do you remember what they said? I can't remember. There were two guys that came up to us and like, they were like, hey, do you want to be a part of our video? And we all said (laughs) no. And then another guy comes up to us and he had a really strong accent, but he was like, are you guys here with anyone? And then he he said, you can come with us to the club. And I felt it gave sex trafficking vibes because he didn't walk into the club. He just walked into the street in a car that walked that drove away. Mm-hmm. And then another girl like ran past us screaming. And I was just like, this is a movie. This whole night is a movie. <laughs> and then we almost got hit. We were crossing the street with a walk sign. And this car goes to turn left and almost hits us. Oh. I was like, are you fucking stupid? Like, do you not see we're clearly walking across the sidewalk right now? <laughs> and then me, Monty, and Lou were just standing on the sidewalk and this guy comes up to us and goes no homo but you guys look so good tonight yeah he said he said the vibe of your group is immaculate the best i've ever seen but then but he said no homo he prefaced it with no homo and the math was not math (laughs) yeah he didn't have to say that no well i was confused because i thought he said momo i was like i thought he said momo you guys look so good tonight like your vibe and so i was like oh thanks and then lou was like no he just said no homo and i was like oh and on our way to the bar the hotel bar there was this guy walking behind us and then he walked past Monty and I was like, oh, Monty, watch out. I didn't think anything of him. And then he started laughing and he walked forward a few feet and then turned around. But can I just say this is the way he started walking forward. Arms to his side, like spaced out to make sure like he was not being a threat to us. Like, yeah. He And he st- stands up straight like he was so nervous because we thought he probably thought we thought he was scary because of the way Lauren said, Monty, watch out. But she was just saying, watch out, like scoot over. So he could pass us. Prior to that, we were talking about the Greek food festival that we walked past. Mm-hmm. And so after he walked a few feet ahead of, ahead of us, he turned around. He goes, oh my God, there's a f- Greek food festival? Like mocking you? No, like oh. he was letting us know he's gay and not a threat. <laughs> and not like 
<laughs> a creepy straight man oh and he was just so awkward and it was so funny and i was just thinking and i was like men it must be so hard to be a man because like you're either a predator or you have to be awkward to go out of your way and show you're not a predator yeah <laughs> yeah the vibes were so weird last night it was the roller coaster of emotions it was interesting to but it for sure was a movie like it was it was a good night yeah we missed you for Thanks. sure we did hit you up though yeah I was already home. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we're probably 15, 20 minutes in, but let's get into the advice section of this podcast episode. Who wants to go first? This is the best advice you've ever received. I'll be honest. I haven't received any life-changing advice. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it real. When I was thinking of advice I've received, I like... Mine is more just like things that I've seen on like TikTok or quotes that I've read on Pinterest. Some are from people I love, but like a lot of my quotation mark um, best advice is like just words that I've always lived by that I've like heard from other people or have seen other people live by. Um, And my top one is people are going to judge you no matter what. So might as well do what makes you happy. Love that. Good one. Because like you could do something to please someone else and then there's still going to be someone else on the other side of the country that's going to be mad at you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, anyone is going to be mad at you no matter what. So the only person you should please is yourself. And that's how you find true happiness. Mm -hmm. So, Monty, there's not anything that like your therapist has said to you that like changed your life? No, not really. Um, But like what my therapist has helped me with is just like coping mechanisms and like breathing techniques. And she just validated my feelings a lot. So... (laughs) I feel. Is there something you live by that like could be advice for other people that you want to share with listeners? Not really. I think I'm just kind of an asshole in a sense that I'm very selfish and I've just always done what I want to do no matter what. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like maybe if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah. You do live by that. I do. I don't think you're an asshole. I think you're just your own human and you don't give a shit about other people in a good way. Some people would like say that's an asshole thing. I guess. What about you, London? Mine is something my mom told me and it's just, I've talked about this before, just like being yourself and doing things for you. This was more in the like a few years ago, I was dating this guy and he was Mormon and I wasn't. And so I was like, pretending or I was like I have to be Mormon for him like I have to start doing all these things and my mom was like are you doing that because you want to or are you doing it for him or just other people in general and then I was like oh I'm doing it for him and then she said yeah you're not gonna be happy in life if that's your reasoning for it so I feel like with everything I think am I doing this for me or for other people love that I can't remember where I heard this from or if someone specifically told me something that was said that was really impactful to me was stop trying to explain yourself to people who are committed to misunderstanding you Mm. because I used to get so worked up over like people just I guess trying to see it my way like trying to get people to see things my way. But I realized that some people, they're just, you're always going to be the villain in their eyes. You're Mm -hmm. always going to be wrong in their eyes. You're always going to, they're always going to try to misunderstand you because they literally, like, they're committed to misunderstanding you. 
And it's just going to drive yourself crazy if you keep explaining yourself to someone who's like not going to understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not worth your time and energy. No. So I really, I really like that. And you can't, you can't control how other people perceive you. Mm -hmm. No matter what you do. No matter what you do. So don't waste your energy. I'm still working on that. Mm -hmm. Like not explaining myself. My other one is the floating rock. I always think of you when I hear like the floating rock. It's basically YOLO. (laughs) (laughs) You only live once. And like this is literally a floating rock in space. And we don't know what else is in space. Like it's just crazy that we're here on a planet like with everything. And we just I mean, I don't know. Everyone believes different things. But like we only know for sure that we have this life. Mm -hmm. Right. No matter what you believe. Like this is the only thing that's guaranteed. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're not here that long. Um, we're 23 and that's a quarter or like a third of our life. Of our lives. If and we're so, have a regular yeah. life expectancy. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so that's just sh- so short and so crazy. So just do whatever you want to do for you and don't care what people think because yeah. it's a floating rock. Literally a floating rock. <laughs> have you guys seen those? like that video of like you start off on earth and then it just expands into into space and then other galaxies and it's just it's so overwhelming but also comforting because it's like you matter so much but also you're so insignificant like do whatever the fuck you want yeah who cares if sally doesn't like you Mm -hmm. you know another one uh this is like so cliche but i always heard this from my dance teacher growing up and she said great things don't come from comfort zones um which is so true and that goes for anything like the comfort of my home leaving that and traveling to like Europe like I don't know what I'm saying but I know what you mean yeah it just can apply to anything yeah I feel like the best things come from doing things you're uncomfortable with right or, like scary things well that's Risky yeah things. that's when you yeah. grow yeah yeah that's when you bring new elements into your life nothing changes if nothing changes that's mm-hmm. what that's what one of my brother's pieces of advice were Aww. and it's so true yeah I don't know if this is like advice, but it's definitely something I live by. And it's I've said it before on the podcast and it's the fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Fool me three times. Like it's like that's on me. Yeah. You know, so like I don't give that many chances. I'm like, you show me who you are when like when people show you who you are, believe them. Right. Speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would say that for me, that's something I live by. I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast before this one, this one specific quote. So my five minute journal, it has like a different quote every day. And there was one day that just like really rocked my world. And it's so obvious, but like it's good to be reminded sometimes. But it said, you cannot be lonely if you like the person you're alone with. And I think maybe I did bring this up on the podcast, but I was like, oh, yeah, I like being alone with Cell or alone with London or alone with Moni. And then I was like, oh, it's talking about me. So, yeah, you. Yeah. Like like self-love is so important. Mm -hmm. And I'm still learning that. But life is miserable if you don't like the one person you're with 24 seven. Like you can never leave yourself. Yeah. So make it someone you like being. Yeah. And being with. this isn't sorry this is another good one that um my dance teacher told me mandy she said don't make decisions when you're angry don't make promises when you're happy Mm -hmm. yep it's a good one like don't let your brain be clouded by your emotions Mm -hmm. 
Let's move on to submissions. I asked my mom if she had any like life-changing advice and she said, do not carry that which is not yours to carry. That is some good freaking advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just so easy to make someone else's burden your own. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's, if you want to do that, that's okay. But don't give them too much of your energy because you're just going to get tired trying to fix someone's problem that's not your own right along with that one I love that quote that's like make sure your cup is full first Mm -hmm. you know like you can't pour into other people's cups if you're not full yourself right what do you have Lund someone said what other people think of you is none of your business love that agreed yeah agreed (laughs) um someone said even if you lack the confidence fake that shit yeah fake it till you make it yeah fake it till you make it forever like that's that's it that's the quote mm-hmm. <laughs> no literally like when you realize everyone's just winging it yeah be delusional that's be delusional it and it's it always goes back to like putting things into the universe like giving things yeah that's like the number one way to manifest things is acting like right you already you have already it or have you it. already are that thing right yeah, for sure you have to love yourself in every aspect before you can love someone else yes back to like the fill your own cup before mm-hmm. you fill someone else's always find balance too much of anything can be unhealthy true yeah Mm -hmm. don't ever wait on someone else to do something with you do it yourself aka learn to love being alone true Mm -hmm. i love that you're the queen of (laughs) being alone yes (laughs) i like learned i don't have to ask my friends to come with me to the mall i can just go by myself (laughs) definitely learned that from you oh i saw a tiktok earlier this week and it was um this girl saying this is your sign if they don't want to come with you, it's going to be just as beautiful if you go alone. And she was like at this like state park or something like that. And she was like, I love this place, whatever. Oh, but that's cute. so true. Like if you if you're listening and you're like, oh, I always want to do this, but no one can do it with me. Just do it yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like stop. That's your life experience that you're going to have. And you're getting in your own way if you're only going to go with someone else. Yeah. Something one of my friends told me once, I think like her therapist told her her and her boyfriend were going on a trip and he had like some conflict come up before the trip and she was like super frustrated about it talking to her therapist and her therapist was like why are you so frustrated that's not affecting your trip like yeah maybe he'll have to change his flight to come a day later but that doesn't change your like what you're going to do yeah yeah and I was like wow I should go to therapy (laughs) (laughs) how long ago was that Uh, like three years ago (laughs) still waiting <laughs> we'll have a party the day you <laughs> yeah. book a therapist um someone said you are your own advocate basically no one is obligated to stand up for you but you and i think that that's a really good piece of advice especially for people with people pleasing tendencies mm-hmm. because people with those tendencies are going to struggle standing up for themselves because it's going to maybe hurt the other person's feelings or something like that and so it's learning to make yourself or to make other people uncomfortable, which in turn makes yourself uncomfortable. But that's the only way that you can set boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good one. This one was like a brain twister, but it makes sense. Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Round two. <laughs> <laughs> right? You have to really think about it. Break it down. <laughs> Analyze it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, let's try that again. Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Yeah, of course. Like what you are going to receive out of others, the way other people treat you does not change your worth. And how much people treat you like shit. It's not like, oh, I am shit because I'm being treated like shit. No, I treat people like gold. Therefore, I am gold. It does not matter how other people treat me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's not a reflection of who you are. It's of who they are. Yeah. Love that. Even though it's a fucking brain twister. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do something, even if it's wrong, at the very least, you will have learned something. Yeah. I like that. I like, yeah. And those kind of scenarios, finding, like if it's a negative situation finding something good to come out of it yeah for sure and this is something like i've been telling i've only been teaching for three weeks but i've said this so many times to my students like it's okay if you're not making mistakes you're not learning Mm -hmm. and you learn every single day and that's how you grow and become a better person Mm -hmm. i think to go along with that um having like a growth mindset like bad advice to have a growth mindset where you know everything that happens to you in life is like you can learn something from it yeah there's a chance the rapper lyric where he says um turned all my l's into lessons yeah Ooh, what's that one something about blessings and some people come into your life as a blessing others come in as a lesson mm-hmm. oh yeah isn't that justin, justin Bieber? Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> really what song uh it's like a slow one. Oh, some people um two different songs it's isn't it on peaches or what's oh, that no justice? justice justice it's on justice it's one of the last ones it's like some people yeah teach you a mi- lifetime lifetime no. is it lifetime yeah it's lifetime oh. <laughs> that's a good song yeah it is i just remembered two pieces of advice that i learned from my therapist wait is this like your old therapist or did you start going Oh, no, no, I haven't gone recently. Oh, okay. This is going to say, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, this is from 2020. I'm, and I'm surprised I hadn't learned this until I went to this therapist because I was 20 years old. But um, she said, grief is not linear. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like a common known thing now, but that was new to me at the time. And I love that because it like made me feel a lot better about like going up and down with like healing. Um which is frustrating. You want it to be linear. Like you always want to be better, but, and then the other piece of advice, forgive yourself for not knowing in the past. Like what, how does it, how is it worded? Forgive yourself for the things you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like just having grace for your past self mm-hmm. because your past self doesn't know what your current self knows. Right. Yeah. Like you wouldn't get mad at a four year old for not knowing how to drive do, a car. Right. Because they haven't had that life experience right. yet. And you had to l- have go through that life lesson to know what you know now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those changed my world and like my healing process. Can I just say that that grief one is probably so comforting when you're going through grief but as a person who has not experienced the grief that I imagine when I think of the word grief it is terrifying really yes because it's like shit I'm just always gonna struggle like once like I think of like losing my mom or something losing a parent or someone in my family like it's never gonna be linear like it's always just gonna hurt one thing I have learned about grief though is like the pain never really goes away you just know how to like cope with it or like handle it or redirect your brain 
Oh. So yeah, sorry to <laughs> put a downer on you, but <laughs> it, it was supposed to be encouraging when it sounded not. <laughs> That's all right. But it gets easier. Thanks. Yeah. And you get stronger. Mm-hmm. You're right. It doesn't get easier. You get stronger. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. It's like how 40 pounds stays 40 pounds when you're lifting, but you get stronger because you go to the gym more. And so you move on to the 50 pounds because the 40 pounds oh. is no longer serving you. Yeah. Love that. Ooh, good analogy. Thanks. I'm disturbing tonight. <laughs> okay, this one's simple, but you never know what someone is going through. Be kind. I love mm-hmm. that. Same. There was one time I was on the freeway just bawling my eyes off because my grandpa had passed away. And um, I wasn't even in the fast lane, but this girl like like sped behind me and like rode my ass and then like went in the lane next to me and then honked and like flipped me off. And I was seriously just bawling and I was like, you have no idea that I'm like struggling right now. Yeah. That's just one of the examples that come to mind. So I'm like, oh, you just got to be gentle with people. Like people could be treating you like shit, but you have to like, not to excuse their behavior, but kind of have grace for them. Cause you're like, oh, they could be going through something. Yeah. And with like not judging people. Yeah. Like I read this in a book. It's reminders of him by Colleen Hoover. Like the whole plot is this girl just got out of jail for something that was an accident like complete accident but no one knew that i'll just say she accidentally killed her um this is, that's not a spoiler it's the first chapter but she accidentally killed her boyfriend and went to jail for a long time and so his family hates her blah blah blah, blah but they don't know like what actually happened and so like when she came back to the town everyone was judging her because they're committed to misunderstanding her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good book, though. Yeah, and I it's, like, it. really good with, like, that message of not judging people that you don't know what the full story is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a Sandra Bullock movie that's, I think it's still on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, like, that same plot. She gets out of jail after a really long time um, for murder, but the whole, and she murders a cop. But the whole story is the twist is crazy. Ooh, I'll watch it. It's good and I like sad. A good twist. I bawled oh, my eyes maybe out at the not end. Sad. Wait, oh. did we? Do we know the title? It's called The Unforgivable on Netflix. Mm. Is it new or older? Uh, I think it came out. Yeah, it came out last year. 2021. Oh, cool. I'll have to add that to my list. It's yeah. good. I asked all three of my brothers and all of their answers. They're such assholes. Andre, my little brother, he said he ended up giving me good piece of pieces of advice. But the first one he said. If you want to be the Z, you have to get through A, B, C, D, E, F, G first. <laughs> Just such a stupid. That's oh, I like thought your mom said that, but the only way out is through kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but like. Oh, I get that. Okay. But he was being an asshole. <laughs> um. He just reworded that. <laughs> the quote. <laughs> what? He just like reworded the quote. Yeah. The only way out is through. Yeah. <laughs> the alphabet (laughs) he said in quotation marks andre carino (laughs) he just wanted to make it his own and then he said focus on becoming the right person instead of searching for the right person oh that's a good one yeah Yeah, i like that i feel like that way you attract what is meant for you yeah Mm -hmm. it's like that share quote that's like i am a rich man Yeah. yeah speaking of the way we just said yeah last night when we were on the street walking back to our car um we were having a conversation and this guy walking by heard us all go yeah 
like in agreeance to one another and the, he mocks us and goes yeah and i was like you should listen to our podcast it's worse on there <laughs> <laughs> it really is like when, i don't know if you guys catch it when you listen we back go, yeah we go yeah i know <laughs> Or we go, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or love that. Oh, <laughs> I need to get some new filler words. <laughs> Are you guys watching The Bachelorette? Yeah, <laughs> you and me. Did you see her TikTok? She yes. Said, it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. She said, when people say, yeah. Pe- oh, Gabby. Because yeah. she's always like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, has she talked like that her whole life? I yeah. love her voice. I love it. <laughs> I love her. I didn't like her at the beginning, but now I do. Really? Yeah. What I've seen of her, I like her. Oh, I'm craving a brownie. Um, <laughs> I have some downstairs. <laughs> like, I all of a sudden just got like, I tasted it in my mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My older brother said one of his fave quotes for motivation is, yesterday you said tomorrow. Hmm. I like the like stop waiting for Friday. Stop waiting for summer. Yeah. Just like be in the moment. Just ha- make it happen now. Yeah. That's how I feel like I used to be. Like, oh, I'll start working out when this happens. When this happens. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's six, never going to be no, the right time. It's the six six months is going to happen, no matter what. Like if you start doing what you want to do today, six months is still going to happen. And you can either be say if it's like working out, you can either be like reaching your fitness goals or you can still be saying tomorrow 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 yeah Mm -hmm. that just made me think of that saying that's like a year from now you'll thank yourself yeah that's a good one yeah like if you guys get in therapy right now a year from now (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) well we really really are going through there (laughs) what you say i said she really got you guys there (laughs) stop saying tomorrow stop saying you're gonna call your insurance tomorrow your insurance place is closed that's fine walk i don't have insurance now (laughs) (laughs) that's the that's the hold up you guys london sent me a tweet the other day and it was like no no bond is stronger than two girls who are going through the same scenario in life (laughs) and that's literally me in london like trying to figure out dating going to therapy i said said, us trying to date (laughs) I was trying to be influencers. Wait, we are influencers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> three for three. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. My cousin said this, and this is funny because this is something our grandma would say all the time. He said, bring a jacket. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that is so true. That's something my mom always says. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, just bring a jacket, especially the fucking movie theaters. Fuck yeah. that place. Why does it have to be 50 degrees? <laughs> and then the thing that's like, one thing I will never do is complain about being cold to my mom who told me to bring a jacket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. I have a silly one. It says, or they said, ain't nothing open after midnight except legs and liquor stores. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is my pantry. <laughs> yeah i like that quote when people are like nothing ever nothing good ever happens after midnight yeah. i'm like it is kind of true yeah right my cousin yeah my cousin sent me that one and she was like both are fun so i mean take your pick i guess yeah. <laughs> liquor stores aren't open here no they close no. at 8 p.m yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> we need to keep that in <laughs> The way we we're, just mock her. We're such assholes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> okay, I like this one. This is for my friend. 
He said, knowledge isn't about knowing things. It's about knowing that you don't know things. It's impossible to begin expanding your knowledge when you don't realize that there is more to know. Mm. So kind of just being humble and like realizing there's always more to know. I totally agree. And that even goes with something so little. Like, for example, because I hate catching people in this lie. When I bring something up, I say, because I this has happened to me before. I bring something up and they don't respond the person doesn't respond the way i think they would they should respond so i'm like do you know what that means and they're like yeah and i go okay what does it mean and then they don't know how to tell me but it's because they're scared to say that they don't know something yeah that i do know or someone else knows and it's like that right there is stopping your mind from knowing more mm-hmm. like your your Not, ego your ego is what it is like mm-hmm. that's happened to me because i like a teacher asking me do you know how to do this problem or something? It's like, yeah. Okay, do it for me. Model it in front of the class or something. It's like, shit, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. But I could have just said, I don't know how to do it. And then right there, I would have been taught. Right, because mm-hmm. either way, you're going to be embarrassed, right? Because yeah. I, I would rather be embarrassed by like, hey, I don't know what this is and then be embarrassed by like saying I know how to do something and then not showing that I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, this is kind of similar. Well, it's kind of not, but it reminded me. Um. The answer is always no until you ask. Yeah, that's so true. Okay, one of the best advices I've ever received, best advices, pieces singular, of advice. one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received is it's better to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. You know where I learned that? Nikki Weeks. That's oh, where I learned yeah, it. Yeah, I learned it from you. Really? In senior year for, uh, through cheer because we would do shit and then ask for permission. I live by that. <laughs> I definitely lived by that in high school with cheer. <laughs> Until we got yelled at and then she threw our phone, her, her phone at us. Oh my God. That was abusive for sure. It's traumatic. Very. Armani texted me the other day and she goes, six years ago today, our cheer coach threw her phone across the room at us <laughs> and, <laughs> and yelled at us. That was weird. Um, love many, trust few, but always paddle your own canoe. Oh, cute little poem. I don't get it. I'll like, be honest. Love many, but only trust a few and always be in charge of your own canoe. Like always be in charge of your own self. I like that. Wait. Okay. So I had kind of have that kind of goes along with advice. I would tell my younger self. Are we ready to move on? I have yeah. one more piece of advice. Okay. Go from my aunt. She said, not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some clear your path. Oh, isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's a good one. You right, girl. It is. It is so true. That's like a deeper ma- version of everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the advice that I would tell my younger self is don't be so trusting. Mm-hmm. So like what you were saying, mm-hmm. like trust few. I, yeah, I would tell that to my younger self. Trust few. I would say that too. Also just, it'll be okay. Just like flow. What's that one saying where it's like, if you're in, if you're in a boat in rocky water, to get through it you just have to like follow the waves ride the waves there we go yeah Mm. just ride the wave there's a skizzy mars song like that ride the wave till it crash oh Oh, uh uh-huh yeah that was a good song london what would you tell your younger self uh mine is that nobody cares what you're doing (laughs) but like not not in a bad way not like nobody cares about you no one cares everyone cares about themselves Mm -hmm. everyone's insecure this is like what i would tell myself in high school like in like late teens and stuff is everyone so worried about themselves that they're not paying attention to you exactly you know like yeah. things you're insecure about 
no one is noticing things i i kept starting a youtube channel in high school and then i'd get so nervous that someone was gonna see it and so i would delete it i did this like probably 15 times (laughs) and i would just tell myself that no one cares um everyone's worried about themselves and there was the whole thing on tiktok that's like let them cringe like just let people make fun of you because if they are like say somebody came across my youtube channel when i was 15 and made fun of me they probably made fun of me for five minutes and then continued on with their day like they're not thinking about you that much yeah Mm -hmm. so that's mine is nobody gives a fuck i love that (laughs) that? good one to go the cringe part reminded me of that quote that's like don't kill the cringy part of you kill the part that cringes (laughs) oh i've never heard that yeah so like if something cringes you out about someone like look deeper into yourself and be like why am i cringing at that and kill that instead of like what's making you cringe right There was a girl on TikTok who was like, I'm just going to prove that no one's really paying attention to you. And so she was in this like full gym, like packed gym, like all these guys working out, went in the middle and did like this TikTok dance and nobody even looked at her. Yeah. Because everyone was just focusing on themselves. Um, I actually learned that like, is it egocentric or egotistical? Probably both. Um, That even if you think even if you're insecure and thinking everyone's watching you, that's still egocentric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's it's the right word? It's centering your, e- it, you are putting yourself at the center of that situation. Yeah. And that's your ego thinking that that many people care about you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I literally had to tell that to my husband last night or yesterday. We were um, somewhere and we were taking a selfie and I told him to kiss me on the cheek. And he was like, he just did it once and then moved. And I was like, um, you need to do it again. That wasn't a good picture. And he was like, I don't want to do it. It's awkward. Like, I don't, I'm not going to stand here kissing you on the cheek while people are just walking by. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And I look at him and he goes, I already know what you're going to say. You're going to say, nobody cares. Nobody's watching. Everyone's watching it themselves. And I'm like, yeah, that is what I was going to say. And <laughs> so why are you, why are you, <laughs> why are you not taking my advice? Like, yeah, please, if you're listening, just take that advice no yeah. one cares no one cares yeah that's great advice yeah i feel like i finally like learned that and lo- started living by it like two years ago and it's it's when the second part of your life begins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. literally yeah mm-hmm. you start living when you stop caring yeah good one <laughs> last night when we were walking this group of girls in a car was driving by and they had their phones like out of the window like they were recording them and they were like singing and stuff and Sel goes, hi. And she was like, oh, they were recording themselves, not us. It's <laughs> like when you think you're the main character and everyone wants a story. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was so funny. Yeah. Uh, what a concept. They were just recording their night and not following us around. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my MTV crew. <laughs> That's funny. I, um, in preparing for this episode, I thought of like visiting different versions of my younger self. So. I have a little list. <laughs> I would tell my nine-year-old self, I'd say, you're not dumb. You're not slow. You're not lazy. You just have ADHD. <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say. <laughs> For the, if you didn't hear that, I said, you just have ADHD. Um, 
because that's like that's when I think about like my childhood that's the first time I remember thinking like I do not belong in this class because I was in an advanced class in my elementary school I was like I am so behind like I don't belong here like I just felt like I wasn't meant to be there but I had the brains just not the focus (laughs) (laughs) and then I would tell my 13 year old self buckle up if you think this is what heartbreak is (laughs) I literally had my heart broken in eighth grade or so I thought 16 years old I would tell her your value and worth is not dependent on whether you fit in with the other girls or if the boys like you or are attracted to you and then I would tell my 18 year old self you're still a kid you (laughs) you you may think you're you think you know everything yeah you're legally an adult but you your brain has still has seven more years to develop Mm -hmm. (laughs) my 20 year old self I would tell her life is happening for you not to you oh that's cute I love that the other piece of advice I would tell my younger self this goes for like my teenage and tween year old self stop being a bitch to your mom yeah, I was just rude to my mom for no reason. And I'm like, I still regret it to this day. I'm like, why Why did I spend any time not being like best friends with my mom or like <laughs> listening to her? And like now, especially I see my little sister just like sometimes going through it with my mom. And I was like, I'm like, stop. She's your best friend. She's going to be your best friend. Like she literally just has your best interest at heart. Just she's not your enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I missed this in the piece of advice submissions but someone said and like this is a known thing but I love this it's they said if it's not going to matter in five years don't spend five minutes stressing over Mm -hmm. it someone said save 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 as in money and Mm -hmm. I agree and yourself for marriage (laughs) (laughs) Lou 316 (laughs) that's so funny someone else said that on my submissions don't waste money buying crap invest early and spend it on memories i like that someone said it's okay to not fit in so stop trying so hard you do not have to explain yourself to anybody how you feel is important i love that one Mm -hmm. (laughs) someone said to find a better hiding spot for your journal because that's how your mom found out everything oh (laughs) (laughs) r.i.p oh i will never be that mom no i hope to be the mom that like my child is feels comfortable enough telling me things like that yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. some good advice my mom told me as a kid was like you can sneak around and not tell me anything and we can have a bad relationship or you can be honest with me and like let me know what's going on and we can have a good relationship and that definitely like stuck with us all throughout like my school years that's really yeah. that's really good advice. You always you always had like a really good relationship with your mom. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that. We were at my cousin's house the other day, and my aunt was saying how she took the doors off of my cousin's room or the hinges off of my cousin's door and took away his door. And I was like, the only thing my mom ever did was like she spanked me once. <laughs> I was <laughs> like nine, and that's it. I got my phone taken away from me. Yeah, I I had I didn't have a phone more than I did have a phone. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Like I was, it was constantly taken away. And your car. You got your car taken away a lot. my car taken away. I got on my own cell phone plan when I was like 16 years old because of my phone always being taken away. Someone said, other people's opinions don't change who I am. Yes. Good one. I love that. Someone said, I would tell my younger self popularity lasts until graduation day. The concept of popularity is so weird. 
It's so dumb. I hate it. Okay, my friend, he said, I think I would go back to my younger self and tell him to stop passing judgment upon others and to look within on why he was doing that because it was really probably a a reflection of something in himself that he wasn't satisfied with. And so he should spend more time looking within and fixing himself and his own self-love so he didn't direct that hate onto others. Very introspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, like, anytime we have conversations like this, I always think it really starts within. Like, just be a good human and everyone else will be a good human. Does that make sense? Like, you get what you put out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're confident with yourself, like, and you treat yourself with love, then you'll treat other people with love. Mm -hmm. And you won't care that someone... Like if someone isn't treating you with love, it's not a reflection of you. You'll just know it's a reflection of them. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with you. Someone said, bitch, dump his ass. (laughs) (laughs) We should do an episode on the worst advice you've ever received. Yeah. Because I I was just thinking like as a child, whenever you'd tell like an adult or a woman adult, like this guy's being mean to me. It was like, well, he probably likes you. Yeah. Worst advice. Mm Mm-hmm probably using you it's probably (laughs) using yeah those are not healthy one of my sisters said trust the timing of your moments don't be hard on yourself and always find the little things to make you happy i like that and then my other sister said i would tell my younger self that she'll experience events that will make her question her self-worth or whether she's a good person, but that she will 100% get through it and have so many supporters in life. I'll also remind her that when times get hard to tell herself that this too will pass. I wouldn't tell her that she'll have the cutest little chubby baby though, because that will ruin the surprise for her. And I was thinking about that. That got me thinking, um, like just imagining myself going back and like talking to a younger version of myself. I would just go back and like validate her and like motivate her, but I wouldn't ever to, I wouldn't tell her to do anything different. Because, like, as cheesy as this is, I'm thankful for everything that happened to me. Um, I'm sure I would have learned these lessons one way or another, but, like, I'm glad they happened. And, like, because of the choices I made back then is, like, why I am the way I am today. So, like, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is I wouldn't go back and, like, tell myself to do something different. Mm -hmm. Because I wouldn't have learned what I know now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I would tell my 17 year old self not to try out for a cheer really she, like that made me so miserable that's so sad i'm sorry mm-hmm. oh it's okay it's just it's not your guys's fault we had a very toxic coach <laughs> just like being bullied at 16 17 by a 35 year old woman was like the worst thing mm, yeah all right well that is it for the episode thank you so much for listening be on the lookout on our Instagram for any more submissions because I'm sure we're going to be doing more episodes like this in the future. We love you and we'll talk to you next week. And remember, don't be a fake friend. friend.